Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Good morning, and welcome to another week of talking about the Psalms. I am excited. I mean, just like each week, it's building, building, building. I'm just stoked. Hey, it's really good stuff. Psalm 28. All right. I want to jump in. Today I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It's a Psalm of David. To you, O Lord, I call. My rock be not deaf to me, lest, if you be silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands toward your most holy sanctuary. Do not drag me off with the wicked, with the workers of evil who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. Give to them according to their work and according to the evil of their deeds. Give to them according to the work of their hands. Render them their due reward because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the work of his hands. He will tear them down and build them up no more. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exults, and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. O save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd. Carry them forever. What an uplifting psalm. Uplifting. It is powerful. I think we are moving towards the climax of the... Uh, series that we've been going through. I think I think next week is is going to hit the yeah the, the top. But wow, Psalm twenty eight. We are really moving in this direction yeah. of, of of praise of God being with us of God delivering. It's just I'm excited, super excited about what we're going to see in Psalm twenty eight this week. So this song or psalm seems very much like a prayer to me. You've got a lot of addressing a prayer to whom? Well, it seems like a prayer. To God, yeah, but it seems that way to you. That's what I was saying. Okay, go ahead. So it seems like a prayer to you. Go ahead. A lot of first-person prayer there uh, about seeking the Lord's mercy for myself personally, but also calling for the Lord's justice uh, against the wicked. I'm going to throw this out. Andrew, you tell me what you think about this. I, I, I could be completely wrong. But there's this line at the beginning in verse 1 where he says, If you're silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. He says, don't, don't be silent. I need you to listen. I, I, I want you to hear, lest I become like those who go down to the pit. The common approach to this psalm is to see this phrase about going down to the pit and start saying that this is a time in David's life when he's either being attacked or he's ill, he's about to die, and what he is asking for is deliverance from going down to the pit. That's possible. We've got several psalms where yeah, that is plenty, exactly what he does. Plenty of psalms like that, haven't we read? Yeah. Uh, in my in my copy of this, though, I've got because I've got one of these wonderful crossway versions of this where it's just the psalms. Oh, you're holding the, up to the camera right now. Yeah, if everybody the, could just see this with all not, my notes, if he's not on. But you can see that I have one little word circled there, and it's the word like. Mm-hmm. The word like. David is not, he doesn't pray, don't let me be one of those who goes down to the pit, but like one of those who goes down to the pit. And I, 
I so so it's a simile. It's a simile. A comparison using like or as. That is correct. So one of the things I guess I just want to challenge as we're reading this, I know the wicked are mentioned. Yeah. I know the evildoers are mentioned, but where in this psalm does David say that the wicked or the evildoers are actually attacking him? Yeah, it's not there. It's not in this psalm. Mm -mm. It's not in this psalm. And so when he talks about, I don't want to be like one of those who go down to the pit. Yeah. I don't think David has a fear that at this moment he's about to die physically. Rather, I think what he's saying is, here I am alive. If you won't listen to me, Mm -hmm. I might as well be dead. Yeah. If you won't listen to me, I will be like one of those who goes down to the pit. So I started looking around. What do we learn about those who are going down to the pit? And I found in Ezekiel chapter 32. So is the pit death? So the pit is potentially it's equivalent to Sheol. Okay. Or the Greek word Hades. Mm -hmm. Some would suggest that the pit is actually like the lowest part of Sheol. So God's not hearing my prayers. It's like death. It's completely like death, and not only like death, but even like the worst aspect of being in the realm of the dead, the place where all the damned would be yeah. completely and totally separated. And I'm letting the cat out of the bag a little bit. Well, here. I mean, you've got a great you've got a great turn of phrase in, in the article that goes along today. In fact, I highlighted it. So it's the deepest place in the realm of the dead, the dungeon for the damned among the dead. <laughs> That's just straight up quotable. But well, please, continue. I appreciate that. That I, was really if, good. If you'd like to quote me again, go. <laughs> As you said, I, you know, I love to hear my own voice and my own words, but, um, that's a, that's a kind of a joke. (laughs) Ezekiel chapter 32. the guy talking to a microphone. (laughs) In Ezekiel 32 and verse 24, Elam is there and all her multitude around her grave, all of them slain, fallen by the sword, who went down uncircumcised into the world below, who spread their terror in the land of the living, and they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit. And we actually find two other verses in this chapter in Ezekiel that say the same thing about two other country, two other countries. Mm-hmm. And the, the real key is bearing their shame with those who go down to the pit. So when David says, I, if you're not listening to me, if you won't respond to me, mm-hmm. I will be like those who go down to the pit. I think on the one hand, he's referring to the shame that he will be experiencing. He will be ashamed like those who go down to the pit are ashamed. That's really quite a thought, that for God's people or God's children to feel or to understand that God is not listening to their prayers, that there's a shame in that. And why would that be? Why would God not listen to the prayers of his people? And and remember, what God has promised is blessing, not shame. Yeah. And so David is saying, if you're not hearing my request, I will be ashamed. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's kind of this calling on the Lord to fulfill his promise. Then in Psalm 88... In Psalm 88, and this is that one by Heman the Ezraite, where it's just negative all the way along, but there's this great little stanza that really defines what it's like to go down to the pit. In Psalm 88, verse 4, I am counted among those who go down to the pit. Mm -hmm. Now listen to the description, because I think in our psalm this week, David is saying, if you won't listen to me, I will be like this. Okay. 
I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves. A couple of key things in there. Number one, no strength. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to listen to me, if you're not going to respond, I am going to be overcome with weakness. But I think the really big thing that's being highlighted here in our psalm for the week is like the one that you remember no more, mm-hmm. the one cut mm-hmm. off from your hand. Mm-hmm. Lord, I please listen to me because if you're not listening, if you're not responding, I might as well be dead Mm -hmm. because it's the dead in the pit that are cut off from your hand. Those are the ones that you're not listening to, but I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Please listen to me because I am alive. When I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands towards your most holy sanctuary, please listen to my voice. I don't want to be like those who go down to the pit. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? I think you're right on. Hear the voice of my supplications. Um, in fact, well, that's what the New King James says in verse 4. I, I noticed your reading was uh, cries for mercy. Was that where uh, mercy appears in verse 4? Let's see. I was actually reading from verse 2 there, but oh, let me, let me look sorry. down. Maybe, in it's, verse... maybe it's in verse 2. Yeah. You know what? I think I jumped a line. That's okay. Yeah. Verse two, hear the voice of my pleas for mercy yeah, when I cry to you for help. What does yours say there? Yeah, supplications. Supplications. Which is request, but I, I appreciate that pleas for mercy because that tells you what the request is, what the supplication is, a mercy for the Lord. You know, one of the things... And so is it when you're crying, where I was going with that Go thought with who was, he's crying out for mercy to not be heard uh, is this feeling of isolation and um, being forgotten by God. That's terrifying. And notice, I, I think the mercy is being heard. Yes. In this context, the mercy is I, I need to be heard, and that is mercy. Being heard by God is merciful. I know I have a tendency whenever I hear the word mercy to immediately jump to forgiveness for sins. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly within the context of these psalms we've been reading, being heard in these prayers would include having been forgiven for sin. But David's cry for mercy is, I need to be heard. Please listen to this request. I need you to hear. I need you to respond. And what an amazing mercy that is. It's so beautiful, too, when you get to the end of the psalm or later in it, verse 6, he says, Blessed be the Lord, because he's heard. He has heard uh, the voice of my supplication. And so there is this great desire for it, but then a confidence that God has heard his people and heard his servant David. It's making me think of Hebrews chapter 4, beginning at verse 14. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mm. And it's it's the reality that Jesus went to the cross. I can trust that if God loves me so much that he sent Jesus to the cross, that that when I have this feeling of I'm alone, I'm forsaken, I can turn to God and beg for the mercy to be heard, and he does hear. 
Our God is so great and merciful for listening. I think about how Jesus has taught us to pray to God and speak to God, even in the Sermon on the Mount, where he describes God as the Father and our Father uh, more than any other title. And in Matthew 7, verse 11, Jesus said, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him. There is this encouragement and assurance for his people to ask, to make supplication, reach out for that mercy, and he hears, and he gives us what we need. And and the, the hearing itself is mercy. The mere fact that we get to pray is a mercy. Anything I, on top of that, any response on top of that is icing on the cake. Just the fact that I get to pray this prayer is mercy. Well, I was going to say, that is, that is the attitude, isn't it? That is the key that we get to. And we're going to have an opportunity to pray just now. We're so glad that you've joined us for this first conversation from Psalm 28. Hope that uh, we can be together again tomorrow. Let us know what you're learning from the Word of God. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you that you have made this avenue of prayer that you will hear your people as we cry out to you, as we call on you, Father. We do seek your mercy, but today we appreciate that it is a mercy that we can seek you at all and speak to you all in prayer and know, Lord, that you hear. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for being our mediator and our high priest. We pray that we might walk this day in honor of that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.